water, earth, fire, metal, wood. Long ago, the five nations lived together in harmony. Then everything changed Get when the going, fire nation. Going. Yes. Wrong thing. But it says elements. I mean, wood and metal are new, but I think it's still work. Um, I mean, there's no air, but... This is not Avatar. It is the Chinese Zodiac. I'm Caroline. And I'm Hannah, and this is Myth. So today we'll be diving into the Chinese Zodiac how it happened, and just a little bit of insight into the Chinese calendar. So first, we're going to start with the Jade Emperor. This man wanted to figure out how to measure time, because there is no way to do that back when the Jade Emperor existed. So he decided to hold a great race, where the first 12 animals that crossed the river would help him in telling time. Now, how the Jade Emperor thought this would work, no clue, because it honestly does not make any sense. But he held this race. So basically, um, there were 12 spots. So like the first 12 animals that crossed the river would earn a spot in the Zodiac calendar. Yeah. So they were chosen through this race. They had to essentially cross like a river with really rapid currents. The first couple of animals that crossed were the rat and the ox. And so there are a couple of different variations on the myth. But one of the ones that I've seen the most is that the Ox was crossing the river, and the rat wasn't the best swimmer, and so he decided to jump onto the ox and hitch a little ride across the river, and then right before they got to the finish line, the rat jumped off the ox and skedaddled over the finish line before he did, so the rat got first place and the ox got second place. But then there's also a version that says that the rat and the cat were once friends, but they were both the worst swimmers in the animal kingdom but they were also both really smart. So they figured out the fastest way to cross the river would be to hitch a ride on top of a bigger animal. So they asked like the tiger, the ox, the horse, and the only one that would let them do this was the ox because he was kind-hearted. And so he agreed to carry them across the river. However, the rat was so eager to win that he pushed the cat off the ox halfway through. And so that's why the cat does not appear on the Zodiac because he got swept away by the currents. And it's also why the cat no longer likes the rat and why he always chases him. Even further, a third version says that the rat never told the cat about the race in the first place, so that's why the cat wasn't in the race. There are a couple of different variations, but they all still count with the rat being first and the ox being second. So basically, Tom and Jerry happened. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would also like to note that the cat actually appears in the Vietnamese, Vietnamese version of the Chinese Zodiac in place of something else. Yeah, each region has their own regional variations of the Chinese zodiac, depending on what kind of animals they find near them. Next up in the race. So then third was just the tiger. He came in third. The rabbit came next. Um, He could not swim because he'd get swept away by the current. So he hopped along like the stones in the river to get across, which I think is very resourceful of the rabbit. The dragon was after the rabbit, um, and the dragon could have came in first because he flew across the river, um, but he decided to help some animals along the way. So the dragon is just a G and is actually not mean at all and just very sweet. 
uh, he also along the way helped some villagers as well and he like brought some rain to some parched farmland before he crossed the finish line hear that kids dragons don't always breathe fire next the the horse came up on shore some stories say that the horse actually had to run by a graveyard and he was like not really wanting to do that so he hesitated and then he closed his eyes before he ran and so that hesitation cost him some time and so other animals were able to get in front of him but essentially they say that once he got over that hesitation he was able to keep going very cool hannah actually i don't know if these animals had like he she i think it was just an it <laughs> it's just an it <laughs> Okay, well, after the horse overcame his or her, their hesitation, he came up on the shore and was about to take sixth place. But then a snake came up out of the water and startled him. So the snake took sixth place from the horse. So the horse came in seventh. We just, perfect. It's just perfect. It's snake behavior right there. (laughs) Snakey snake. Okay, so then the next three animals actually worked together to make it across the finish line. So the rooster found a raft and the monkey and sheep hopped on and they all worked really hard together to fight through the currents and the weeds. Once they reached the shore, they decided that the sheep would come in eighth place because it was the most comfortable and not comfortable. (laughs) I mean, I guess the sheep is comfortable. How's that wool? Get a Sherpa mattress. (laughs) I don't even know if that's the mattress brand. I mean, I guess the sheep is comfortable, yeah. But no, because it was the most comforting and harmonious of them all. And then the monkey came in ninth place and the rooster came in tenth place. Next was the dog. The dog was a great swimmer. Like, honestly, 10 out of 10 probably could win an Olympic gold medal. But the dog got distracted very easily. So there was a lot of frolicking and going back and forth and just overall ADD when the dog was trying to get across the river so he came in 11th just because he could not stay focused yeah and then the pig rounded out the race uh like right as the jade emperor was about to call the end the pig came across the finish line and that's because he felt hungry in the middle of the race which is really relatable and then he stopped ate something and fell asleep which i mean very relatable but then after he woke up he finished the race in 12th place and he became the last animal to arrive And that's actually where there's a saying that's lazy little pig. And so that's where that came from. Oh, I did not know that. So that's the overall like story behind the Chinese Zodiac. Um, But the cycle itself resets every 60 years because the traditional Chinese calendar is made up of two overlapping systems. The 12 animals are associated with the 12 earthly branches, and the other system, the 10 heavenly stems, is associated with the five classical elements, metal, wood, fire, and earth, where each element is... Oh, and water. Sorry, guys. Forgot about water. She's cool. We love Katara when she's not yelling about how her mother's dead. Just keep, just keep that in. Is it a spoiler? No. Okay, great. Everyone knows her mother's dead. Her, they tell, she tells you her mother's dead in the first episode, and she just keeps telling people her mother's dead. Oh. She's annoying. Uh, I mean, she's a great vendor, but she's just annoying. Um, 
the 12 animals are then matched both with an element and a yin or a yang, and it creates a 60-year cycle because there's 60 different combinations between the animals and an element. So, like, for example, the year 1980 was a metal monkey. So one thing that I thought would be interesting to look at today was our Chinese zodiac animals. And Caroline knows nothing about this so far because I told her not to look them up. No, I I just kind of, I did not. I just did, so I was tempted to, but I just did the research and decided to be surprised. Okay, so here's the thing. Uh, The one thing that she does know is that one of them is almost scarily accurate, which makes the other one seem not as accurate. Well, Caroline and I were both born in the same year in the Western calendar. Uh, We are not born in the same year on the Chinese lunar calendar. What do you mean? (laughs) Because you're you're born before the Chinese New Year. Um, So I'm a a snake. Yeah. Okay, I knew that. I knew like 2002 was horse and 2001 was snake. Yeah. So I've been kind of debating with which one to say first because I wasn't sure which one I think I'm gonna say mine first I'm very excited for this so I am I am the water horse and um I'm just gonna kind (laughs) of I'm sorry I just thought about the scene where she's like trying to tame the horse in Frozen 2 okay continue okay so um all of this is from chinesenewyear.net which I've found a lot of places going to this source that I used it. I'm not going to read everything, obviously, but I am going to read some of it. Read your social security number. It's the water horse and Yang, because the horse is Yang. One thing that I found interesting is that they can be chatterboxes and have a clear division between like and dislike. However, they are usually indecisive. Rather than having a clear plan, they leave things to fate. Which, if you know me, I talk a lot. And I'm very indecisive. If you're listening during our last episode, Hannah was rambling about the same thing for about five minutes before I told her to move on. So it says lucky things for horses. So I don't really know what the directions are. I didn't look much about those, but it says direction of wealth is the southeast. And I mean, we're in the southeast. (laughs) So although it says that the unlucky thing, unlucky number is six. And that's my lucky number. So. Wow. Now, here's, here's where it gets interesting. Rather than having a simple and routine job, horses are more suitable for technical and effective work. Some examples include journalism. Funny how that's your major. Funny how that's yeah. exactly what you're going into. Yeah. And it says, similarly, horses would enjoy jobs that are constantly changing. This is because they have constantly changing attitudes and feelings. Here's the thing, though. It says, Because of their personality, horses often disrupt their biological clock. This can cause various problems, such as liver and kidney disease. And so, you know what, I guess I'm just going to have liver liver and kidney disease. One thing about me is I'm always on the, I'm like always on the go. I'm very spastic. Just to prevent health problems, horses must calm down their fast-paced rhythm. And I was like, okay, cool. And it says overall horses are naturally healthy, which I am very healthy. I rarely get sick. This child has, I don't think, missed a day of school for being sick. In like two years I think maybe she was sick like sophomore year but her mom made her come to school well no that was my choice actually I wanted to come <laughs> Ew, that's um, disgusting yeah but here's the thing too 
Um, I like when I say I never get sick, I never get like like I don't get any type of like transmittable uh viruses, diseases. Sinus infections. Sinus infections because I have bad allergies. But I went from third grade to eleventh grade not getting any type of transmittable disease while everyone else around me was dropping like flies. So um but the thing is when I do get sick I don't stop so it's just, it can be worrisome if they force themselves on without proper rest when I just have it and then they must create and stick to a more manageable routine if they want to maintain their health so it looks like I'm just going downhill okay now here's my horoscope for this year okay you know this is a year of disasters <laughs> okay this year will prove will prove troublesome for the horse <laughs> so for career I will need to exercise caution which is okay because no one's hiring anyway Apparently, I also need to pay close attention to legal issues. Hmm. Interesting. Um, okay, here are my lucky months. March, June, and September. The rest of them are unlucky months. <laughs> That's like three-fourths of the months. Anyway. Okay, so education also apparently is not on my side this year, which is great, but it's fine. And in health, it's just a mediocre out- um, outlook. For relationships, the love forecast for this year will be uneventful, but how is that any different than any other year? <laughs> I mean, just gotta put the truth out there. The horse has some of the worst luck of all the zodiacs in 2020. From career to relationships, it's a lot to take as an individual. And apparently, I just have to like keep friends and family close, so that's great. Okay, now on to your zodiac. I've just been having a ball reading this one. I'm very, I'm excited yet very scared because it might at me. Okay, well, I don't know about that one. I feel like since my Western Zodiac is very accurate, this one is not going to be. Actually, apparently a lot of astrologists say that the Chinese Zodiac is more accurate than your Western Zodiac. I read something about that, too. Very interesting. Uh, if, y'all wanna, if anyone out there wants to read that article, I'm not going to really say much about it because I didn't like, fully read it, but you can check out our website, and it will be linked on the page for this episode. So... So you uh, were technically born in 2001 in the lunar calendar, and you are a metal snake with yin. And so the white one. Uh, you know, I think so. You might want to look that one up. Wait, let's 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 read the definition off of Google. In Chinese, okay, okay, it's a noun. (laughs) We knew that. It is the passive female principle of the universe characterizes female and sustaining and associated with earth, dark, and cold. You're lying. So the yang is the male, right? I'm looking that up. Okay. In Chinese philosophy, the active male principle, the universe characterizes male and creative and associated with heaven, heat, and light. Literally on one of these Google images, it says moist. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. In the yin. So, okay, but I'm getting off track. Um, okay, so, so the snake uh, is okay. So actually, both of ours are associated with fire as like their main earthly branch is what I'm reading. But depending on the year, it kind of changes. But like uh, their, their earthly branch is both fire. They're both fire, but the elements depend on the year. So you are a metal snake with yin. And the snake is usually has a negative diction and are symbols of witchcraft. So um, they are humorous and sophisticated. They don't like small talk or think about small everyday problems. In the chaotic environment, they are the eye of the storm. 
Meaning that you were the calm piece in the storm. <laughs> no, 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 no. I am the center of chaos. Okay, actually, that kind of makes sense because I cause chaos and I leave it. I just yeah. leave it. <laughs> Slow and lazy talking hides their fast-paced thinking. But it's like saying you may outwardly appear to be like just like lazy and sitting on the couch, but like you, you're not the that type thing. That's actually very accurate because it takes me 45 minutes to go to sleep every night because of like I think too much. Mm-hmm. It's not even about like legitimate things. It's about mm, so like the water today <laughs> tasted kind of good. <laughs> like stupid stuff, and then I make up scenarios. It's very bad. So this is something about women born and with the sign of the snake. Okay. Um, I'm, I'm Azula. We already know this. <laughs> their confidence is manifested in their high fashion and appreciation for classic art. I mean. I do vibe with some classical art, like paintings. I was just stuff, thinking about I, high fashion. Okay, high fashion. No, I dress like a little boy. Um, but I do vibe with art. Like I, I could spend hours in museums and stuff just looking at it, especially like Renaissance paintings, the ancient Greeks, not so much the Romans, even though they're carbon copies. Um, I do have one thing. Your lucky number, one of your lucky numbers is six, but it's also one of your unlucky numbers. How does that make any freaking sense? You do well in jobs that require quick thinking and fast reaction speeds. Great improviser. Now here's the good part. Are you ready? I'm ready. They would do well in competitive fields such as MCs and competitive sports. I'm just stuck on the MC part. I mean, should I drop my computer science major? No. (laughs) That's a bad idea. No, I think you should be an MC. No, that is not a career path I would like to take. So basically, saying that a snake's health is influenced by their parents' health, which just sounds like basic genetics. It does. Also, it says that you're an extremely picky eater. I mean, there are some things I legitimately will not eat, like seafood. Uh Uh-uh. They will stuff themselves with their favorites, not even consider a balanced diet. Yes. This will inevitably lead to some health problems. Yes, I do like me some chicken tenders. So one thing is that we have in common is that you're also going to have a bad year this year. <laughs> but not as bad as mine. So um, you may see some slight improvement in your career compared to the previous year. I mean, I have a job this year and I didn't have one last year. <laughs> yeah. Um, you have four lucky months and four unlucky months. Vibe. Education. School's all about learning how to work together and teaming up to complete projects. So apparently just like a lot of group projects. You got to work as a team player is what it says. However, your health outlook will worsen this year. But not only for you, but also for your friends and family. I mean, coronavirus. Now, this is telling me that for relationships, 2020 is an excellent year to explore your emotional side. Oh, God. Okay, have y'all seen that meme where it's like the girly girl and the bra girl? I'm the bra girl. No. Meaning I mostly just roast people. And then when somebody shows me actual emotions, I'm like, "Uh uh-uh, let's go back to the... No, no, no. Okay, so one thing that I just found interesting is that basically for mine, it said single horses could end up alone for the entirety of the year, which I mean, it's not a surprise. But for you, it says that you're going to make some more connections. 
as a single snake? I mean, I am going to college in some place I've never been, so. Yep, and then it says that the year of the rat will be a fairly typical year for the snake, because this is the year of the rat right now. I eat rats for breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing significant looms overhead, and you're going to comfort and some little success. Yay, it looks like I'm having like a so-so year, which we're halfway through. I mean, it's been okay. Yeah. Like, you know, it just is what it is at this point. I do not care. Uh, a question this week is, what is your tiny zodiac? Um, and you can leave that. You can tweet us that, or you can leave it on a comment on one of our Instagram posts. We are just very interested in your well-being and how your year is going to turn out. Um, yeah, we want to thank our good friend, Pseudo Salient, for letting us use their song, Anatopsis, as our theme song. And you can find more of Pseudo Salient's amazing music on SoundCloud, Apple Music, Spotify, YouTube, and all those other great places. It's P-S-E-U-D-O-S-A-L-I-E-N-T. Make sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at The Myth Podcast. We will post regular updates and even give you alerts for when our next episode will be released. Yeah, and uh, you can find on our website uh, www.themythpodcast.wordpress.com find out more about this episode, this uh, topic, and more ways to support the show. And thank you for listening. <laughs>